Thank you for tuning in to the Victory is Greater Than the Struggle and Ex-Lesbian Podcast with myself, your host, Jessica Newsom. I hope that you guys are doing good. Um, again, as I told you guys before, my schedule has gotten really crazy, so um, I'm really trying to fit these podcasts in. Uh, with that being said, I did not do a podcast last week, my bad, but I'm doing it this week, okay? So what I want to talk to you guys today about is just going through the storm with God, going through the storm. Um, whenever I talk to people, whenever I do the one-on-one mentoring, I absolutely love it. And as I've told you guys before, it's like I hear the same thing over and over again. Why? Because the devil does not use any new tricks. He uses the same tricks over and over again, trying to get you to stumble, fall, mess up, and go back. Okay. So when it comes down to this, it's like when people first come to God and maybe they have this, this miracle moment, this life changing moment where God did something so phenomenal. And you're just like, yes, I'm on fire for God. Everything's perfect. God is good. I am running towards the cross. And it just seems like um, nothing can get in your way. Your, your path to victory is rain, uh, is, is rainbows, butterflies, it's sunshine, and there is not a pothole on your path, and you are not tired, and your legs are not giving up, and you're golden, right? That's what it's like when we first start to follow Christ. But then eventually, what happens is it starts to get a little gloomy, right? We're running, and we're realizing, man, I'm getting a little tired. And then we're like, oh, that was a little pothole. I'm, I'm good. I, I didn't trip over it, but yeah, that's there. That wasn't there before. Then it starts to sprinkle and rain and the, the, the sunshine goes away. The, 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 the rainbows disappear. Next thing you know, it is storming. It is raining. The road is slippery and there's potholes everywhere. And you're wondering what has happened, right? I thought God was supposed to keep me and he was supposed to make sure that I never fall, that I never falter. I'm never supposed to have these, these, these same sex attractions again. I'm never supposed to have these lustful desires again. It's never supposed to be this hard. You know, uh, it wasn't supposed to be this hard ever again. That's not what God promises us, right? If we look towards the Bible, right? The Bible is 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 not a book of just things we need to do, rules we need to follow, understanding we need to gain. Yeah, it is that, but for real for real, the Bible is 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 pinpointing is pointing us to a person that we need to know. That's what the Bible's doing. It's pointing us to a person that we need to know intimately in our lives and It's full of stories as to why we need to know this guy intimately, why we need to know Jesus intimately, what he does for us, what he can do through us, what he can do in us, what happens when we walk away from him, what happens when we never submit to him. It's about a person, right? So when we're walking on this journey and it's perfect and it's absolutely amazing, cool. But then when, when, when it seems like all of a sudden the gates of hell has open, right? And you're tired and you're like, man, this race sucks now, right? Like (laughs) I didn't sign up for this. It's getting more difficult. And you're looking at everyone else around you and you're like, man, how come their life seems to be more easier? How come I'm having it hard? How come I'm going through this and they aren't, right? It's about not comparing ourselves to these other people because one, you do not know what they're going through in their lives. You don't know what's going on behind closed doors. So be careful when you say you want what someone else has because you don't really know what's going on in their lives. Number one. Number two, when we are walking with God, God says that 
Hey, I'm not telling you that it's never going to storm or rain or there's never going to be potholes in the, ro- in, in the road. And what I mean by potholes, I mean those stumbling bo- blocks that are in front of you that you didn't really see and you're just like, man, I tripped up on that. Uh, what does that look like in your life? Man, I looked at porn again. It's been like three years. Why am I looking at this again? Man, I'm lusting after the flesh again. I didn't go to church and I really don't feel like it. I just want to like chill, right? I want to hang out with this person. And, you know, they say they're Christian, even though their life doesn't really line up to it. Um, but maybe I could change them, you know, you know how God works. And then you compromise, right? When we start to In order for us to grow in God and become the men and women that he's called us to be, we have to uh, be allowed to have these obstacles in front of us that helps us to grow. You think about track and field, all that different stuff that they do. If you put me uh, in, in track and field and tell me to run the, I don't even know, 300 or tell me to do a pole vote, it's gonna look a mess, a mess. I am five foot nine inches and I am the slowest person you will ever see in your entire life running hands down the slowest my trot. I I swear like my, my feet, like the distance from one stride to the next is only like two and a half feet, right? Other people have long strides. I don't know why my legs won't do that, but they don't. I have these little like baby trots, you know? Um, so in order to get better at your craft at being a Christian, at becoming the woman that God has had, uh, has called you to be the man that God has called you to be. You have to practice. You got to keep going at it. You're going to deal with the growing pains. You're going to need those, those ice baths. You're going to fail. You're going to falter, right? You're, you're going to see other people smoking you, right? You're, Just like practicing a sport and bettering yourself in a sport, it's not all easy, but in the end, you get stronger, you get better, you get faster, you get wiser. It is the same thing with this walk with God. And so many times I speak with people and they struggle with the storm. They're just like, man, I don't know what to do because it feels like God isn't there. It feels like the enemy is just really tripping me up and I think that I'm going to go backwards. I don't know what's going to happen in my life because all this stuff is going on and it's difficult. You will have moments in your life, seasons in your life that, that will be there in order to stretch you. So I could sit here and preach to you all day. I could preach to myself all day, but at some point, God is going to make me practice what I preach in my own life. He's going to say, okay, I hear you, Jessica. Good job. But now let's practice that. Right. And, and, and God will, he won't take a step back and, and let you like bust your face on the concrete. No, he's not going to do that, but he will, uh, 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 just allow for that temptation to come. Why? Because we live in a world full of temptation. Okay. And so he's like, okay, eventually this person, eventually my baby girl, my baby boy, they need to walk on their own two feet right? So you're going to have these situations where you are presented with something that is tempting and God's like, what are you going to do? Now, this is where we feel absolutely horrible about ourselves because in our mind, in our heart, we go, well, what I want to do is sin. What I want to do is stuff that I shouldn't be doing. What I feel like doing has nothing to do with God, but I know that I should turn from that. 
And that is the place of struggle. That is the place where we are exercising our faith, where we are in this gym of getting stronger and better. And maybe we fall a little bit. Maybe we, we fall in our thought life, in our hearts, playing with sin and all that stuff, in our mind and our heart, right? Maybe slipping up here or there. And, and we're just like, man, I screwed up. God help me, help me because yo, I'm feeling this. I'm feeling this sin. I love this sin, but I want to hate it. Help me God. Right. And so as we continue to walk this thing out, we will see that we make better decisions along the way. Right. So with maturity comes better decisions. So in my life, you know, being on fire for God in the beginning, all that stuff, I'm like, yo, why can't people be on my level? Like, God is good. God is faithful. Like, I don't have any issues. Uh, yeah, I should have been really quiet about that because eventually uh, uh, temptation came. Eventually, God was like, all right, Jessica, let's practice a little bit of this hard stuff. And I was presented with sin, presented with stuff. And, and it's the struggle of the flesh. It's the struggle of saying, okay, I know I need to say no, and I need to turn and I need to run and I need to not hang out with this person. And I need to get my mind right. I need to win this battlefield of the mind, but my flesh does not want to. So who am I going to serve? Am I going to serve God or am I going to serve my flesh, right? Who am I going to serve? Am I going to serve God or am I going to serve man, right? And so uh, there's there, there's been times in my life, I tell people all day long I'm not perfect, that, that I've made the wrong decisions in my mind and in my heart. And I've gotten to a place to where I make way better decisions, but does that mean that I'm perfect? If you knew me and knew my life, you would know Jessica's not perfect, right? But she's not where she used to be but she's not where she needs to be just yet. Perfection comes when we die. We always got stuff, right? But that does not give us an excuse or a a permit to sin, to do what we want to do. Not at all. God is always trying to take us from one step to the next, to the next, till we have victory over those struggles. It doesn't mean that we should live with these struggles and just accept them in our life because it's just a part of us. I'm not saying that Mm-mm. because with growth and with time, spending time with God, keeping your hand in his hand, you will overcome these things, but it takes, it, it, it takes that intimacy with God. It, it takes that submission to God, making the right decisions when they, uh, when, when sin confronts us and, and we're tempted by it. So there's always going to be storms. There's always going to be storms, but just like, um, track and field or whatever sport you want to pick, you get better within time. Now, some of you are being so pessimistic right now. You're like, well, I still suck at that sport. Some people just aren't good at sports. Okay, pick another analogy. Stop being pessimistic. We cannot be up in here pessimistic. That is miserable. It is hard to walk this Christian life out and be pessimistic. God didn't call us to be pessimistic. I understand sometimes we feel down and we just, you know, have these bad thoughts and we're just like, man, shoulda, coulda, wouldas and all that stuff. But we got to get out of that place. And getting to a place of intimacy with God and really getting to know him, forget your sin, really getting to know him. He begins to change you. So 
Begin to be optimistic in the God that you serve instead of being pessimistic because what you're really doing is saying, I'm looking at my flesh and being pessimistic about life because my flesh is just jacked up. Instead of saying, I'm going to be optimistic because my eyes are focused on the God that I serve. Yeah, my flesh goes left field. Yeah, that's what it does. But I'm choosing to focus on my God, uh, 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 live how he wants me to. If I fall, my flesh, fine, whatever, get back up, dust yourself off, keep moving forward. But my eyes are focused on the God that I serve who can do all things, right? Who can do all things. So I'm going to be optimistic about that. Um, and yeah, I hope this uh, really edified you. Um in your walk with God. And yeah, share this with someone else. If you want to donate to the ministry, which helps me to do one-on-ones with people, one-on-one mentoring via Zoom with other people, um, please go to lovewithacross.com, donate. Um, And if you want mentoring, you want some one-on-one time with me to be able to speak about your issues, speak about your stuff, and I give you some uh, insight, it's all free of charge. I love to do what I do, and I want to be able to do that for you. So you could also click somewhere. It's up here somewhere. Okay. Um, go to my website and you can fill out that form, uh, about the one-on-one mentoring. Um, oh no, shoot me an email, shoot me an email about that. And yeah, I'll hit you back up within 48 hours. I hope you guys love this, share this, like it, review it, all that jazz. Thank you for tuning in to the victory is greater than the struggle in ex lesbian podcast with you, with my God, with myself, your host. <laughs> Jessica Newsome. I love you guys and I'll see you next time.